You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes post-game show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. That felt like the longest game I have ever watched in my life. Is this over yet? Like they did it to us again. (laughs) I think somebody just got called a penalty right now in the locker room. I'm not sure. (laughs) It's ridiculous. You look at the score sheet on this, on the penalties. I I saw the tweet from the beat account. Good grief. (laughs) There are so many penalties in it. This is painful. Yeah. I think in total it ended up being, what was it? Like 26 penalties or something like that. Um, 25. A lot of them are, are, you know go both ways so it's a both teams get six power plays but good grief there's so much confusion going on in some of those penalty calls like it felt like basketball with how often the whistle was blowing (laughs) it was so many stoppages i know because the best part about hockey is just it's quick moving and continuous and the worst thing about basketball is all the stoppages and that was like a basketball game and i did not enjoy the whole game it was the whole game. Except I for mean, the second period. The second period felt like five seconds compared to the first and the third. It really did. That's Caleb my takeaway. No, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, know. I don't even know how to say that. Uh, Petey's pants got called for a penalty. 4-2 loss. It's kind of what we expected, though. We talked about a lot about on, on the, the podcast yesterday about Nashville and what kind of team they've been. They've 8-1-1 over the last 10. They're leading the Central Division. I know, you know they get... Um, Forsberg is out with COVID just before puck dropped. So that was kind of a big surprise, but it's still like, this is a good hockey team. I mean, yeah. they're deep. They can score their, their defense, uh, join the rush. Their, their goaltender is one of the best in the league right now. Statistically. I mean, are we surprised we're sitting here talking about a coyote loss? I, I don't think no. so. And pe- honestly, penalties aside, ha- having been down three, nothing after the first to come out four two, like it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, like. but you know what? You say that, but even going the other way, there there were opportunities um, for the Cavs to get some goals. And, and the shots, again, we talked about the shots are fairly even. Were the scoring chances? Mm. Look at that. Oh, super chat. Stalin, Red Wing. <laughs> Coyotes and Predators about to make the Red Wings and Avs rivalry look like a Sunday picnic. I know. True, something about these two teams, and we mentioned it on our podcast yesterday, the history 
between these two teams, I did eat. And she sent pictures, so she proved it. But you're right. The the rivalry between these teams goes back to, and and Craig talked about it, the the first game at Healy River Arena was between these two teams. You have the playoffs twice. So when to build a rivalry, you need to play somebody in the playoffs. That's how Mm -hmm. you build a rivalry. Now, we know the Coyotes' playoff history is not long and prolific, but they've met the Predators twice and beaten them twice um, in their most recent playoff runs. So, yeah, it's starting to get to, to a little familiarity. I mean, not many of the players on the Coyotes are still there, but a lot of the Predator players were there two years ago. Um, man, this was a chippy, just chippy, chirpy game right from the beginning. Yep. From literally the first two minutes when Liam O'Brien dropped the gloves, when in a very odd fight, we saw Andrew Ladd get in a fight. It was just... Can I talk about this for a second? Yes. Because now I'm going to turn some people off probably here. When we talk about fighting in hockey, I'm one, and I know there are fans, and you watch a game when there's a fight, people stand up and they're banging on the glass. People like fighting in hockey. I understand that. I'm a believer in fighting for the right reasons in hockey. And you had two fights tonight, and this, this highlights exactly what I'm talking about. So the O'Brien fight is off of a face-off planned fight. There was there nothing happened in the game. I mean, Nashville scored, yes, but there was no bad blood yet. There was no, no. physicality. There were no sticks up. There were no big hits. Nashville just scored, and so I listened to, to Paul Bissonnette talk tonight, and he said, "Oh, it, it got the team going and, 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 and sparked the bench." But did it? Nashville no. gets six of the six of the next next eight shots on goal are by Nashville. Nashville gets the next two goals and wins the period. So for me, that fight, I don't get it. I don't get what that did for the Coyotes other than putting O'Brien in the box again. So I like when O'Brien hits. I like when he plays with energy. I like when he plays tough. Can't do that from the penalty box. So that fight to me doesn't make sense. Now, Andrew Ladd, his fight, Clayton Keller was getting pushed around by Trenton. Trenton. Getting pushed in the face, he's your best player. He's leading your team in scoring. He's getting pushed around by somebody. Andrew Ladd skates from the red line to to take on Trenton and and pick a fight. I, I'm telling you, Ladd gets two five ten, takes the instigator in the penalty box for way too long, but he's sticking up for your best player. That's the fight I want to see. When you're yeah. sticking up for a teammate, that's the fighting that I think belongs in hockey because the referee couldn't. Inter- intervene in that the ref wasn't going to make the call on that if anything he's going to call both so hats off to lad getting in on that's the fight i want to see in hockey i i'm lad's getting patted in the in the ass in the in the in the locker room tonight for sticking up for his teammate what does o'brien do o'brien later takes a roughing penalty later and they score on that penalty so lad's penalty team kills off surprising no it's not surprising everybody goes hey look what he just did for us we're going to kill this off I don't know. That's my two cents on fighting. Sorry, I digressed. No, no that was a very good breakdown, and I have to agree with you. Um, I know we'll have to hear what Craig has to say because I know he's not a huge fan of fighting, but it, it's the difference between stage fighting and and right. the physicality of standing up for anymore. your teammates in hockey. The stage fights are, are all but out of the game now because those type of players are all but out of the game, right? I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they're, you, you used to see it literally – Every other game, you'd see the stage fight from the face up. You just don't see that anymore. Someone sticks your high sticks your teammate and you jump in. Yeah, for sure. Someone runs your goalie, fight them. I have no problem with those yeah, fights. The yeah, stage fights to me. 
And it's funny because everyone on Twitter was saying like, what's the record for most penalties in an NHL game? It's 85. So I looked it up. It's 85. And it's just because like the old time hockey was just crazy. So this, this game didn't come quite close to 85, but if it was still a lot, it felt like a lot. Yeah. And here, here, my sure and talk again about the Rangers and the Capitals that game last year with the, again, that's, sticking up for teammates that's sticking up for bullying i mean that's okay though that was a lot lot of fighting but you're protecting your teammates again you know we don't need to, to go over it and over it there there are so many things to talk about in this game that we don't need to to highlight the fights but no but it did become part of the the narrative of the game though the chippiness and you will bring up one more point with the chippiness after Krause's goal there was so much confusion on what was going on with the call to the league the discussion at the penalty box and what was going on between the benches? And if you were watching on TV, oh my god! Yeah, the language was. I uh, wish we had like a PHNX mic'd up cam, like unfiltered, because I would pay like money for that. Yeah, that was that was unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> turn the volume down. But again, what that did? Here's what happened, and this is one of those things. So the league is looking at the high stick. Okay, the league is looking for high stick to see if the high stick created the goal. Okay, that's all the league can look for. They don't look for the high stick then going directly to Kraus, which by league rules, if that was a high stick and hit Kraus's stick, the whistle should have been blown dead and the goal would not have counted. But because of the skirmish and the fights and all of the confusion between the benches and the guys getting called for penalties, the, the time clock for Nashville's coaching staff to be able to make a call to challenge the stoppage of play expired. So by the time Hines is going to the official saying, I want to challenge the high stick, the ref says, no, you can't. Time is expired. It's too late. You have 90 wow. seconds. You missed it. You can't make the call. So because of that skirmish at center ice, the cross goal stands. So it, it, it's a real interesting, I, I was, I didn't know what the heck was going on. So I was texting yeah. as many people as I could get a hold of, but it's a strange call again. So the, the skirmish and the fighting and the, the name calling and the yelling back and forth really allows that goal to stand and kept the team in it right uh, towards that's, the end when they pulled That's the goal. a really interesting rule. Um, and I think it would have been really upsetting for Nashville if that had been the goal that, you know, sent it to overtime or, you know, let, had them lose, but luckily for them, it didn't, but that, yeah fascinating game by all accounts so there's our analysis of all the chippiness let's pull up tonight by the numbers and you'll really get a sense of just the penalties as well six penalties and and that doesn't even i feel yeah, like it's yeah, not even representative of all the coincidental offsetting and, yeah there sure. were so many offsetting penalties as well but uh, looking at these numbers the one that stands out to me is the coyote shots on goal 40 shots on goal it's not yeah. we don't see that that often from this team with that lock, lacks some offensive output but 40 shots on goal but you know you see Saros just <laughs> one of the top goalies in the league made 38 saves um 29 shots by Nashville Nashville's one for six Coyotes 0 for six you can't have six power play opportunities and not score um and then face offs pretty even so yeah, a couple things there I thought Yushi Saros and we talked about him yesterday in the in the Nashville podcast on how he is statistically one of the best goalies in the league right now he's a guy that's going to be in the, in the Vesna talk he was lights out and he just did it so calmly that you didn't think they were great saves I mean he just he smothered the rebounds. They didn't get second looks, and then he just sucked up the puck. And when that happens, 
the goalie doesn't have to look like he's a superstar. It just looked easy. Um, the power plays, yeah, early they get a five on three in the first, and they got nothing. Like they got nothing out of it. So much passing on the power play is like just fancy passing, and Nashville would intercept the puck and have chances the other way almost every time. Yeah, so it's nice to have the power play. You got to get momentum if you're not going to get shots off it. Yeah, so that was a little bit painful. But on that note, let's pull up your keys because it kind of all relates. And you're always right on it with your keys. No penalties. Well, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, how'd that work out? That was over like literally two minutes into the game. You should just put a big line to strike through. I I guess you could kind of call it a win. Nashville only scored one. one I mean, it's the fifth best power play in the league right now. Um, I think with Forsberg out of the lineup, it takes a little of their power play punch out. Clearly, no one listened to the no penalties thing. So it went both (laughs) ways. So scratch that one. Defense involved in the offense. I mean, really, was there that much offense by the mm-hmm. Coyotes tonight? I mean, Deneen delivered the puck to the net. I, I I think one of the things we put that in there is because Nashville defense in their defensive zone, they collapse, meaning they bring their forwards down low, which gives more room to the defense. So I wanted pucks to go low to high. That's a lot to explain on a graphic, so I I, I couldn't say <laughs> that. And that's what I was hoping to see happen. And Yossi just drives Had a goal the team. and an assist tonight. I mean, so. He's the best player on the ice for both teams. And he's, he's a veteran guy that, that just wants to stick it to the coyotes. Yeah. So not, they didn't really uh, accomplish your keys, PD. I and know. that's why they lost. Well, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> that's better. That's, yeah, that's the, the single reason, reason they lost is because they didn't listen to Show's your over. keys. Show is officially over. Yep. And that's our analysis. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to download DraftKings. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, man. Exactly. We we do got to talk about that goal, the the Keller goal. We do. Because, again, we're talking about... Is this the one you drew? No, it isn't the one I drew. We'll get to that in a bit. But we got to talk about Keller. Keller, we we talked about for the All-Star, right? He, I tell you what, does he ever look better? He looked... he looked Phenomenal. strong tonight, and, and he looked inspired again tonight. He, he's turned it up this season. I tell you what, he, he's he's having a really good year. And let's go to the goal. We don't have the highlights. We'll pretend. The, the <laughs> Too key bad to we this, can't do our knee hockey highlights I know that would be a good one. We're not in studio still. We'll get back to studio someday. But the interesting <laughs> thing about that, the goal, is Travis Boyd's in the faceoff circle. He's taken the draw. He's the center on that line, and he gets kicked out. So if if – for him not getting kicked out of that circle, Keller doesn't get the opportunity because Keller's lined up on the inside right in front of the net as a winger, right? So he gets kicked, boys get kicked out. Keller takes the draw. And instead of most times that the center tries to get it back to his defenseman for a shot, nope, Keller pushes the puck it. forward. An unbelievable shot over the shoulder, hits him in the head actually, and goes in. So great individual effort by Keller. He got a breakaway coming out of the penalty box on, on the instigator penalty. I thought he was again an effective player in in all zones of the ice. Great game, yeah, by yeah. He especially in that third period, he looked fantastic. Um, and I guess just on that note, we'll just roll through all our graphics early. Um, Clayton Keller was our DraftKings king of the game with his goal and seven shots on goal. I mean, so 
He's he's getting that the shots on that. That is a massive crown. Is that Sean's placement? That's Sean's crown placement. Oh. Chat, what do you think? This is you know Sean is new to our show. What do you think of Sean's crown placement that versus crown. my crown placement versus Shane's crown placement? I would love well, to know. It, Shane on the Sun Show, yeah. They <laughs> they we can't remember back to Shane's coyote placement. That's so long ago, isn't it? But if, yeah. if the one thing we, even that graphic showed, if I'm Clayton Keller's dad. Put in your damn mouth guard. I'm so oh sick of watching gosh. these coyote kids. Him, Fisher. Put in the mouth guard. I paid for braces, kid. Put it in. Ah, oh, drives me nuts. You know what? And I told him that. I told both those guys that. I told Fisher that, and I told Keller that. Put your mouth guards in because there are kids watching. Because my kid watches, and I put braces on those teeth. You know what they said? They blamed it on Patrick Kane because he did it. So they had to do it. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> anyway. Um, I'm all over Duke the place said, tonight. said crown goes to the pups night. It was pucks and paws night. Um, so I wish I was there to see the dog. They brought the dogs on the ice up for adoption. Um, the coyotes Twitter account tweeted out picture comparisons of the coyotes players to the dog. So good stuff. You know, you got to find the, the silver linings to <laughs> losses like this. Also my thought watching this game after, you know, the other night we had such a great time on the post game show. Everyone was in a good mood. And then we were humbled again um, by this loss. And it was just a reminder. And I think they even said it on the broadcast, like this isn't the Chicago Blackhawks, you know, I know. Like, and we got all excited. We'd be the Blackhawks. This isn't the Blackhawks that were raising the cup, you know, 10 years ago. This is a team that's struggling in the cellar, just like the coyotes. They lost to a better team and you know what? They competed against a, a better team and they were in it. I mean, Let's call it the way we see it. If we flip the goaltenders tonight, it may be a different game. Saros was just that much better. I mean, he, he, yeah. He's an elite goalie in this league. And Vimelka hasn't played three in a row since November 10th. Yeah. And he got pulled in that game against Minnesota. So I think he was good. Do I think he was great? Man, that that that's seeing Irister gets screened. Um, he makes the great save on the first one that goes in on the rebound. I mean, not his fault. I mean, yeah. it's a tough night for a guy. That, he just needs more help, and he, he just didn't get it tonight. <laughs> Sean defending his crown placement in the chat. <laughs> Inside, he just measured it. But, uh, Sean, last game, we didn't care as much because it was a win. So <laughs> now we're nitpicking everything because it's I a know. loss. <laughs> exactly. But the good news for a loss, too, for the show, because that's all we're caring about here, is Craig will be up sooner. Because there are less interviews. Well, Craig did text us that he was still waiting on Andre. So was that true? Okay. Oh, you text yeah. us, like us? You, us, you and me, you and me. So you're te- still... you're checking your phone. I have my show. phone open in front there of me is. at all times during the show. Yeah, and I don't do that because you don't know how to multitask. We've gone I don't, over this. <laughs> I don't, not technology wise, anyway. Like that day when the Mikhail McCarr goal happened and you hadn't seen it. Didn't see it. But, but then it, when the show was over, I saw it like 60 times. Everybody retweeted. I saw it. Saw the goal. Great goal. Okay. Just on a little tangent, speaking of Colorado, Colorado's comeback tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs. They okay. were down 4-1, comeback, winning in overtime. You know who the Coyotes play next two upcoming games? Next three games. Leafs, Colorado, Colorado. <laughs> so that's what we thought yeah. that Nashville was Chicago to Nashville was like, eh, it went from a chance to probably no chance was bad. How about that? 
just cue the wheel right now. And until we get back in the studio, someone's going to have to drive by and pick up the wheel. We need the wheel. We may, we potentially could need the wheel next week. Yeah. I'm I might have I might have to drive down to the office. And, and the elevator it. music will have to return. Um, yes. Absolutely. Elevator Craig. <laughs> the other one. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to talk hockey again. You can talk. I'm done. No, I was just going to say the other guy, Schmaltz getting demoted <laughs> to the rude. fourth line. I talked to him about in Chicago, thought he skated better, and then he gets demoted to the fourth line because clearly no offensive output. First period. He did have that one breakaway. I know. But this is what happened. The, the, Rick Tockett did the same thing to him last season. He demoted him to the fourth line. He picked it up and played well. You shouldn't have to demote a guy to the fourth line to get him to play. So, yes, he got a break. We had shots on goal tonight. It shouldn't have to push a guy to do his job. So, hopefully, Schmaltz finds a way to get motivated and gets his feet moving and shows us the skill that he is capable of because we just haven't seen it yet this season. Yeah, it's really too bad. But players that we have been seeing have – Output. Do you hear my cat meowing? By the way, <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's ASMR. Is that ASMR? I don't know, but that's like just what work from home is. <laughs> you I think Joel really... Pretty had future Coyote Austin Matthews. Like, so you get a preview of the future Coyote Austin Matthews next Wednesday at Healy River Arena against a team. That and Matthews just... scored twice tonight. Too. I know, and they have this locked up, so they're going to be an angry Toronto team. Perfect. Woohoo! The river. That's and it's an eight o'clock game. <laughs> Is it an eight o'clock game on Wednesday? It is. it is. It's national game on Wednesday. So we have to stay up late. Yeah. On a weeknight? On a weeknight. But anytime past 8 30 is past your bedtime. So I know. See if <laughs> I agree. If they could play the Sabres, Chicago, and Montreal. Yeah. And Seattle. Like they should have their own division. And Seattle. I think that's great. Yeah, TNT national game Wednesday night at eight o'clock against an angry Toronto team. <laughs> oh boy yeah we will see what happens there well let's just take an aside from hockey once again and talk about football for one second because the national championship for college football is coming up on monday and it i is. know pd that your DraftKings pick of the week is related to this game would you like to tell the people what that I do. is i do and and i like I've watched all of these bowl games, not every game because there are too many, but I have watched a lot of bowl games during bowl season. As you know, my in-laws are here, so we, we've got to find something. <laughs> they're, to still, they're still yeah, here, they everyone. They you are do so many still puzzles. here. <laughs> um, so my DraftKings Sportsbook app pick of the week will be the College Bowl Series game on Monday night, Alabama versus Georgia, one versus two, the rematch. They both beat each other once this season. Georgia right now is a two-and-a-half-point favorite, but I am going to go with Alabama to win outright and take Alabama on the money line plus 120 for my DraftKings Sportsbook app pick of the week, Alabama with the win. All right. Well, there you and have it. And watch that over, too. It's 52. I They're going to score a lot of points. There's going to be busy, busy on the scoreboard guy. So I'd take the over, too. All right. Well, there's PD's DraftKings pick of the week. Um, there's so you can bet on that game. You can also bet on like props and hockey games. There was a prop tonight on DraftKings, Lawson Krauss anytime scorer. There was, and someone and, I know in, on this show hit that. And it wasn't that Craig. That would, be, that would be me. So when I saw the high stick, I'm I was not, I'm just waiting for like I knew they were gonna call the, the Nashville's gonna call it and I just dropped the puck, dropped the puck. So, yeah, I did so, 
So look at PD's, PD's on a little streak here, so you can ride him with his DraftKings pick of the week um, for that national game on Monday. And this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers who bet $5 on any football team to win their game and do win $200 in free bets. So to capitalize on the end of college football season on the last week of the NFL regular season tomorrow by betting on a team to win and you'll or $5 on a team to win and you'll win $200 in free bets. If they do, that's 21 and over Arizona only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. All right. Do you want to draw some stuff up? Let's do uh, PD's puck talk. Oh, we want to learn a little hockey And guess tonight. what? Is it going to be quote-unquote negative it is <laughs> all right i think that was the only option from this game yeah but, but again it, it, it ties into something we talked about last week it's when a defenseman pinches meaning they come from their blue line in the offensive zone come down the wall to try to keep a puck alive that's a defenseman pinching you can do that when you have offensive port meaning you have another player that can take your spot on the blue line and defend and you look at the very first picture here we have three forwards keller boyd and lad all on the forecheck all down low in the zone. None of them are available to cover for the defenseman coming down the wall. They're not there to support the defenseman. So therefore, the defenseman cannot come down the wall and pinch. So when you go to the next slide, you're going to see Dyson Mayo come down the wall to pinch. And the red line just shows the separation we call above and below. Keller, I wish, would turn towards the middle of the ice where the Nashville players are so he can help defend, but I'm a defend-first guy. So Keller is clearly an offensive guy. He thinks the puck's coming back down the wall. He's going to try to score. But Dyson Mayo cannot go because there are more Nashville players above the red line, meaning closer to the Coyotes' goal than there are Coyote players. Dyson Mayo can't pinch. So that's problem one. Next slide. That causes a four-on-one. I got to give it to Mayo here. Great back check. He gets back in the play. He's able to take a Nashville player to the net. So, so kudos to him for getting back in. Like He didn't quit. He kept coming. And next slide. But what happens on a... Oh, they got out of word. Was that me? Yeah, that was the start of play. You can go to the next one, Sean. So from behind, this is the four-on-one. And when you have a four-on-one... Gossip Bear is doing his best to get in the shooting lane and protect that puck. Mayo gets all the way back into the play, so it now is almost a three-on-two. The problem now, so we've had one mistake with Mayo pinching, two mistake as Keller turned towards the outside instead of the inside. Now the third mistake, and we always say it takes more than one mistake to cause a goal. Lad is back checking and Ekholm is the guy that gets the goal. And you can see in this picture, and I know if you're listening at home, trust me, lads legs are straight. He's got to keep skating. He's got to catch Ekholm. His job right now is to get Ekholm stick. I know he's thinking the shot's going to get taken, but he's got to back check all the way back to the net. You have to back check all the way back. Cause if he's skating, he's able to get his stick underneath Ekholm stick and there is no rebound. So on the shot, Vamelka makes an unbelievable save but go to the last slide. The puck comes right to Ekholm. So Vlad takes that back check all the way. He gets under Ekholm's stick and there's no goal. So you, you, you talk about three mistakes. The D pinches when he shouldn't. Keller turns to the inside and Lad doesn't back check. It's never, man, that's not fair. It's not often just one thing. It's a mistake followed by a mistake. But like we've said almost every time, it's the speed of the game and everything is happening so quickly that you have to see it through the player's eyes. Mayo thinking, I can beat that Nashville player to that puck, so I'm going to go. 
Keller's thinking he's going to beat him to that puck. So I'm going to turn the other way and be all alone in front of the net. And if Mayo makes that play, Keller's standing in front of the net all alone for a tap in. So you see how it happens, but it's frustrating when it goes the other way. And you get in the coach's room and you always look at those little mistakes and you blame guys easily. And it's really hard because you know, they're, you're trying to put yourself in their shoes on what they're thinking. So there will be a quiz on the next one. <laughs> there will be. I hope everyone was taking notes during that. Um, it's really always interesting watching your breakdown, PD, because you say it it happens so fast. And, you know, from a fan perspective, you you just see it all of a sudden turn the other way and go in. So thank you for that breakdown. Um, unfortunately, Mayo was a minus three just after the first period. So not his best night. And Gosses Bear was a minus three as well after one. So, But you talk about Mayo, too. It is, if you look at his mistakes... And in his minuses, that one just there that was a race to the puck that he thought he could win. One of them, he screens the goalie at the last minute on a penalty kill because he's trying to do the right thing and defend the Nashville player on the other side of the net. If that shot doesn't happen on that very instant that Mayo is blocking Vilmalka's uh, uh, line of sight, he gets in the way of the Nashville defender and he, and he stops a potential rebound play. So he's really trying to do the right thing. He's not maliciously making mistakes. He's not making lazy mistakes. He's not um, doing things because he's not trying hard enough. He is trying to do the right thing. It's just unfortunate that the three times ended up in the net. Yeah. Um, I really want a PD's puck talk certificate. You will get one. If you, uh, if you, only if you pass the test at the end there, there of the will, year. I think we're kidding me, but there will be a test and there will be a <laughs> I just like got a flashback from my teachers in school saying there will be a quiz. I know. Oh sucks. man. By I the way, by the yes. way, we just got a text from Craig. He's in the elevator. So elevator Craig is a go. We need to, in, we need to get a Craig cam from his journey from downstairs back up to the press box. Truly. I think that could be a new segment (laughs) elevator in the elevator with Craig. But before Craig gets here, we'll just hype this up a little. There's an arena story coming tomorrow. Um, Again, again, (laughs) (sighs) but it's what the people want to know because right now there is no arena. (laughs) I talked to my friends in Nashville and they said, they asked me, that's the first thing they asked me today is where are we going to be going to the games next year? So there's another story. There's the tease. Is that on PHNX tomorrow? I literally almost just said an elevator story because everyone in the comments is talking about elevator Craig. Um, Yeah. An arena story tomorrow on gophnx.com. So if you're not a member yet, become a member tonight and you can sign up for your first month, 50 cents, or get a year and get a shirt when you do the year. Um, and then you, if you get your membership tonight, you can read that story tomorrow, as well as all the other incredible stories um, at gophnx.com. There's coverage of all the teams. The Suns also lost tonight. Suns and Coyotes both won Thursday, both lost tonight. So we can't all have <laughs> nature balancing out nature, I guess, but. The, the Suns record is still the reverse of the Coyotes record. So, um, But be sure to become a member because there's tons of perks. Um, you can join our members-only Discord. You can get members-only deals on merchandise. So check it out. Become a member today. I just ordered a sticker pack. I ordered the Back the A shirt. I ordered the Southwest Bias shirt. So 
there's just a I know, I've got my U of A shirts on the way too. Sticker pack, I, I don't. We had we had to talk about it before Craig got here because I don't need Craig's <sighs> comments about, about U of sticker a. packs. Oh, about U of A. <laughs> I was gonna say sticker packs too. I might have aged out of the sticker pack guy. Like I'm not gonna sticker pack up my water bottle. I just don't. I don't see it. But what about your whiteboard? I do. I oh yeah. See, there you go thinking again. Or the goalie mask we have on studio too. We should sticker the hell out of that. Yeah, I think I need to make a studio run this week. Oh, speaking of the devil, it's time. I'm Craig's not even gonna sing calls. the song today. Craig's <laughs> I will. I'm the devil. Craig... <laughs> what? I didn't say uh, that. <laughs> you did say that. I heard that. <sighs> well, Craig, it, what have you guys been talking about while I'm not here? Oh, it's suspicious. <laughs> I feel. Well, I did scared. my two cents on fighting. I talked about my beliefs on that. We talked about penalties. A lot, a lot of penalties. <laughs> And what a, that what was a, the story. The pace of this game just never really picked up. You have you have a team in the Coyotes that's been skating well and creating offense. You've got a team in the Nashville Predators that's four lines deep and can play. And it just got ruined by all of these penalties. There was no flow. There were too many penalties, too many power plays, too much chippy play. And he, he, the skating game that we saw against Chicago, we just didn't get an opportunity to see tonight. Mm, yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Craig. Okay, great safe. show, guys. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Drive home safe, Craig. Uh, I mean, Andre Turini liked their pushback. You know, you're down three goals. I guess. Yeah. Look, the other team's not going to play the same way uh, when they're up three goals on the road. So that's part of this. Uh, the Coyotes just didn't look very good in the first period, and and I can't even say it was all of the Coyotes. I mean, there were. There were some bad mistakes that I'm guessing you diagrammed and talked about already, PD. Uh, yeah, we did. Not the, it's not the too best bad for Mayo. Nice Mayo. Yeah, too bad. Best, you nice know Mayo. what, Craig? We thought those mistakes. Those are mistakes that are effort mistakes. He's trying. It's not yeah. like he's giving up on a play. He he tried, and it's it's just too bad. Too bad because he, he is trying to do the right thing. Yeah, and listen, most of the season he's been eating up minutes and being he's been fine. So just one of those nights in the NHL, right? Yeah. yeah you did you get a chance a to? Um, was it? Did you have any player availability after? The only person we talked to was Andrew Ladd, who, by the way, I mean, Andrew Ladd's unbelievable at breaking down a game. I've always said this. It's really hard to sit up there and field questions out of left field. You don't know what's coming, and you have to deliver a a good analysis in an instant. You don't even have time to think about the questions. Man, he does it as well as anyone. He can really break down a situation, and he did that tonight. But, look, there's he he said it. We just – we didn't come out in the first period, and that was pretty much the story. You dig yourself that kind of hole. Yeah, we liked our pushback, but how do we avoid putting ourselves in that situation in the first place? Yeah. It was interesting. Normally that hole comes in the second period. For once, the Coyotes kind of switched <laughs> the first and second period pattern, much to Sean's dismay because I believe he uh, <laughs> bet against the Coyotes, specifically in the second. Another thing you can do on DraftKings. Wow. Am I here just to lead into the DraftKings reads? No, is that I already, what's going on I already, here? No. <laughs> already done. You did all the reads before you got here. You've done everything, right? It's been like 50 minutes somehow. I don't yeah. know how. Yeah. Um, we talked yeah. to one player and the coach. I know, <sighs> man. I know. But what PD had, was saying in the beginning was, and I know kind of where you stand on fighting, but the difference between the O'Brien fight and the Ladd fight, and I'm curious yeah. what your two cents is on well, Ladd's actions in the third period. You got to do that. You're, you're expected to do that. You have to come to the defense of your teammate. I get that. Andrew Ladd did exactly what you would expect a leader to do. Um, the Liam, o- Liam O'Brien stuff, I don't know. I just, listen, I, I I know that hockey culture believes that fighting makes a difference. And and like I said, in Ladd's instance, you had to do what you did. I, I, I haven't seen a lot of evidence that fighting really impacts the game one way or the other. I know that's the interior belief, but when you look at data, not really. Fighting doesn't do much to uh, impact games and 
based based on, like I said, based on actual data and, and just analyzing it. But anyway, uh, you know, that's that was just a small part of this game tonight. Go ahead, Peter. Yeah, and Craig, no, just there's a question um, on the comments about Lad right now, and they're saying he, showing his veteran presence and his leadership roles. Do you think there's a chance he can stick around as a veteran in next year? There might be, right? I, I don't. I haven't minded Andrew Ladd. Have you? I mean, I I haven't looked at Andrew uh, early in the season. I watched Andrew Ladd and thought, wow, I don't I don't think this guy belongs in the NHL anymore. But uh, of late, I, I I don't think he looks out of place. To be honest, yeah, so, I thought in yeah. in training camp and, and in the preseason games, we said he's too slow, can't play. He yeah. probably won't play in the regular season. And we were saying play games in the regular season. He played on the top line tonight. He's playing yep. important minutes. Um, and he has become a veteran leader. And we said it from the beginning. It's the group of veterans they've brought in here are all NHL leaders. They do things the right way. They prepare the right way. And that's Beagle. That's Roussel. Roussel. Um, even Riley Nash, the new player that they've added, mm-hmm. he's a guy. Oh, yeah. First point right tonight way. as a Coyote, yeah. by the way. When he plays the right way, right? So I mean, he's above 50% in the faceoff circle tonight. So they've got a lot of those guys. And if you're rebuilding and you're not going to win, you better have the right mix in the locker room to to lead these young guys in the right direction so riley nash riley nash playing for his fifth team since the start of the 2021 season i don't even know how you do something like that but you know it's not his last probably this year no it probably isn't uh but you mentioned all of those guys i i think about what it would be like to have what it would have been like to have all these guys in their prime where you're you're just as a reporter you're requesting these guys all the time they have so many good quotes on this team all these veterans are really good guys to talk to but you don't have a lot of occasion to talk to them because they're not producing points the way they used to they're not you know they're not big parts of the game like they used to be yeah and erickson was scratched tonight and thursday's game is that more so just a rest thing would you say that's just uh not having any impact on the game Mm. That's that's just the just the reality of it for Louis Erickson. I yeah, just, and he's one of the guys that the veterans that I didn't think would be on the outside looking in early. I, and I said lad, I thought would be. I, I thought Erickson in 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 training camp and the, the beginning of the season, I thought he looked sharp, and he just he just hasn't been able to put it together. So, you know, oh. you're jumbling up the lines as best you can to get that offensive push, and you got no centers. They, <laughs> yeah, and when they did play five on five tonight, Craig, I thought it was a decent game. <laughs> when the they Coyotes, played five on five, <laughs> yeah, there just wasn't enough of it. And I think mm-hmm. if you're going to play naturally, you need to play five on five. Yeah, and and I think that that's the recipe to beat them. You dump the puck in. You make sure you make contact with Yossi on every single play, so the puck has to get behind the goal line. F one has to make contact with Yossi. You don't have to hurt him. Just let him know you're there, and you do that play after play after play after play. And it makes it more difficult for those defensemen to retrieve pucks. And I think that's how this team has been able to beat Nashville in the past. And they just weren't able to do that tonight because they couldn't play five on five. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, getting back to, and I don't know if you guys mentioned this earlier, but the center depth just, I mean, Jay Beagle's out eight weeks to maybe the rest of the season. And as I reported earlier today, Barrett Hayton's out. Oh, yeah. Five and five. Barrett Hayes going to miss five to eight weeks with a hand surgery. Uh, they do think he'll come back this season. They want him to come back. They, the part of it was, you know, get it done now so you can come back and play. But we're talking mid-February to early March before he returns. So both of those centers are out of the lineup. Nick Schmaltz can't even play center right now. He can't take draws because his hand hasn't fully healed. So, I mean, they're just a mess up the middle right now. They they were at the start of the season. Let's, let's admit it. But now Travis Boyd is your number one center again. And Travis Boyd is, I mean, he has proved he can play in the NHL when a lot of people thought he was at best a fourth-line center. But there's no 
no reality in which Travis Boyd belongs as your number one center. No, but is there is there an, is a reality that Travis Boyd can be a guy that can be picked up at the trade then deadline for a team that's looking for a bottom six forward that works hard, can get around the net, and can win draws? He's producing too. So. Yeah, he's he was on the he was on the power. He was also on the power play a little. bit. He was bit there tonight. when they were they pulled goalie six on five. He's net front there. And <laughs> you tell me that in his career he's had the six on five and he's on the ice with Travis Boyd. No chance. Nope. And so he's getting to play. We talked about Keller never being out on a PK. Well, Travis Boyd hasn't been out in those situations in his career. And you tell you know he's answered the bell like he's yeah. he is producing. So I do think this is what's going to be interesting. As we get closer, and I know we, we watch the standings and the ping pong balls. The other thing is to watch what happens at the trade deadline to some of these yeah. guys. Kraus, Chikrin, Boyd, Gostas Bear. What what is this team gonna look like the next week after the trade deadline? Yeah, I don't think Ghost is going anywhere this season, but those other guys all could be headed elsewhere. And then well, you better make sure you have enough bodies to fill both this roster and Tucson's roster because because right now, like yeah. half of Tucson is on this team. Yeah, or which by the, the way, club, yeah. that game. Tucson is in overtime. It's 2-2 against Colorado. So that game is currently in overtime. I'm refreshing Twitter as we speak, too. I know. That's because they were down, right? They were were down. down Oh, well, there was another game where a team was down and then won in overtime tonight. Wasn't there, Leah? There (laughs) was. We did mention mention that because the Coyotes' next two opponents are Colorado and Toronto and then Colorado. And uh, Colorado came back. 4-1 4-1 and uh, one in overtime against the Leafs. And we were saying that now the Leafs are going to come here angry and it's a national yep. game on TNT. Yeah. So just, man, we just have to bottle that joy we felt on Thursday <laughs> and yeah. just remember that feeling to get through the next 10 days. They do play the night before in Vegas, so maybe they'll be tired out. Uh, but yeah, it, let's just be... hope they don't come in even more angry after losing two to Colorado ah, and then yeah. Vegas and then roll into Arizona. You know, I was looking at the Colorado thing too and looking at Carolina. Did Carolina win tonight? Did they, they beat Florida? Um, I will find out. But look at all this dead air. I know, I know. that's good. TV. Florida won in overtime. Florida won in overtime. Okay, because I've been I've been looking at Carolina and Colorado, thinking, can you imagine if these two teams end up in the Cup final and the Coyotes get like. The 31st and 32nd picks out of those first round picks again. After all that I mean, work. After all that. And then you'll be talking about a bunch of early second round picks. So they, I mean, that scouting staff will be like under the gun if that's the case. <laughs> if if they make all those picks. At that point, I wonder if they will actually make all those picks. But I don't I don't see Montreal going on enough of a run to get out of the bottom 10 at this point. They just no. I don't even know if they're trying anymore. I don't I don't know if they care anymore. No, not at all. Well, Craig, any other takeaways from tonight's game? Just that the Coyotes are off tomorrow, and so am I. Good. Did you see Deep Debug's eggs comment Haglin with his own goal. Oh yeah, in in Washington. Have you seen the Washington Capitals' own goal? I haven't seen that in a long time. Six on five, delayed penalty call on the Wild, and uh, Washington's (laughs) attacking. Haglin tried to throw it back to his point man, missed him all the way back in his scored. Yep. So things well, could be worse. Things could be <laughs> <I guess>. worse. <laughs> Man, re- rebuild reminder. By the way, Aaron, um, formerly oh, yeah. producer of the show, is in Nashville tonight. 
And yeah. she sent a video to us of her on the streets. Um, oh, did I tell her to go there? Just like the Minnesota game? <laughs> <laughs> you should tell her to go to uh, Carter Hutton. <laughs> she was in the wrong city. Winery. <laughs> she booked tickets to go she to the Minnesota go to, game. She should go to Exile. Yeah, Love it Exile. She should go there. That's a great spot. You should oh, text her because I imagine, what time is it in Nashville? 11 o'clock? No, she might be in bed by now. There's no way she's it's a Saturday night. Lord, I hope not. Saturday night Saturday Nashville? Nashville? No way. No way. Oh boy. Not everyone uh, goes to bed before midnight, PD. Check the hospitals and the jails. <laughs> All right. So, well, Lee, Craig, what? Before I go here, Leah, I, I, I do have dun, 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 an arena story moving tomorrow. So. We did already. Yeah. <laughs> an arena story. Like another one? Another. It, it, so they're getting in the ground in, in Tempe? Mm, uh, it it, it is it. focused on Tempe. So, oh, uh, neat. Can't wait to read it. By the way, before you go also, so we want to hit 2,500 Twitter followers by the end of January. Yeah, I'm kind of angry that we're not there already. And I think that we should incentivize this kind of like when Espo threatened he would take a slap shot, which is happening, by the way. But if we hit 2,500 Twitter followers on PHNX underscore Coyotes by the end of January, what, what should be the reward for that? Who do, how, who do we reward though? I mean, that, that's a lot of people to reward. No, like what will like will you chug will an we IPA? We'll chug an IPA for twenty five hundred. <laughs> His face. I know. I don't know. Craig's always the one taking the punishment. Well, Craig's eating Craig, the hot dog. If anybody's gonna follow us, Leah, it's gonna be Craig. Like we're <laughs> we can at least admit that it's gonna come from the minions. We get it. Chug an IPA if we get to twenty five. I mean, we don't Shug, have to. like I have to shotgun this and Just beer. drink it. We'll just drink it. <laughs> Are we going to do like a, a, or a funnel or something? Like a beer bong? Or, <laughs> a just look like, you can get one of those? Yeah. You can get one of those that goes on my head? I got one like Leo's got leg. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, oof. That's just lowering my well, Exactly. All right. You want me to, you want me to drink an IPA? Well, yes. how about if I just finish an ipa yes if we get to 2500 by the end of january all right all right all right i'm in and if you tell the minions that craig okay and you can't get them to respond you know that chloroseptic spray that you can spray in your mouth and numb it completely yeah that's what i'm gonna do before i drink the ipa but don't tell anyone that by the way spencer asked how many followers for pd to do a positive (laughs) (laughs) well the coyotes need to give him something positive to talk about (laughs) i will spencer i'm sorry i will definitely try it oh my god did you have rice again tonight no i didn't but leah's rice cooking class craig chugs an ipa and pd has to stay up and I don't know where Leah lives. Yeah, seriously, what's going on there? I'm wondering (laughs) the street racing going on outside (laughs) Tokyo Drift outside her apartment. (laughs) What was that? We need answers here, Leah. We need answers. I know. We need to go back to the studio soon. (laughs) We do need to get back to the studio soon. It's been a while. You actually work in the studio. I actually don't mind this from home, Leah. I'm not going to lie because I can get to bed sooner. (laughs) There it is. Wait, Petey, can can we verify in fact that you are wearing pants? I am, I am tonight. You're just saying that, but we have no. No, I just you're just gonna have to because if I don't, it would. Oh yeah. No, my in-laws are still here, so the pants are still on. Well, by the way, that could be another way to get us to 2,500 followers, though. If you're counting at home, Craig, 
This is day 18. <laughs> Aren't they leaving tomorrow, a, PD? And, and you know tomorrow, what we're going to do? They extend their stay. Tomorrow. You know what we're going to do on the next show? We, and this is not a lie. We have put together six, six 1,000-piece puzzles <laughs> during those 18 days. And that is not a joke. And they're all glued together. And they're all sitting right over there. Wait, glued? We glue them. Oh, yeah. We, we clear glue them after. You never so that you can never take them apart again? Is that the idea? Yeah, and then you can have them for memories. What, what are you going to do? You do the same puzzle twice? Who does that? What kind of most, sick person does the same most, puzzle twice? Most people, Petey. Most people. No, they don't. You, Wait, you, you glued it, your puzzle. And are, you like, a, are you, are you going to display it on a wall? I'm, Is there, there a puzzle room to. in your house? There's a there's a Paul Bunyan and Babe Blue Box puzzle we did that will be going <laughs> up on my wall. As a matter of fact, it might go up in here. That's it. <laughs> Hundred percent. Oh, I have glued. Wow. We've glued every puzzle together since they've been coming here for Christmas. I have them all saved. We write on the back. We have puzzles that were done in the pandemic, and you flip them over and it says "pandemic puzzle," and it dated them. Yes, they're all glued together, and I saved them all. Buddy, I had no idea the depth of your neuroses. I had <laughs> no idea. Yeah, it's with Mod Podge. If anybody knows what Mod Podge is, the clear crafting glue. It's true story. <laughs> we will bring them out. Oh, boy. I will bring them out. Well, I, want, I will. I will. I will have one back here on the next. You got it. You got. You got. Put I'm one speechless. On. I, got, put one on I will display a new something. puzzle. Yeah, there you go. Sammy D. Who glues? I glue. I will have a different puzzle for every show that we're not in the studio. I will display a new puzzle back here. All right. Okay. I have enough <laughs> to last the rest of the season. So <laughs> be careful. Oh my God. We digressed. Well, we didn't talk about well, hockey. That's. There, what else is there to talk about? I don't know. Well, I, I'm just, I'm getting I'm very concerned because we knew Nashville was going to be good. I am concerned about Toronto. This is not a good matchup. The speed, size, depth, oh boy, and even worse against Colorado. Because if you remember the drubbings this team has taken at the hands of the Colorado Avalanche over the last few seasons, Colorado is rolling. They've got everybody back. And I would imagine Darcy Kemper wants to roll into Gila River Arena and have a good game. He just was- a hunch. Think Gila River Arena. Oh, by the way, did you read what's coming to Gila River Arena to place replace the Coyotes, the professional bull riding tour or whatever it's called? They're gonna have bull riding here, a bull riding team. A team is that look a thing? All, I guess so. I, I look at I look bet at the you. Way, look at the ways Glendale's replacing the revenue here. I bet you you can bet on bull riding on. The I'll bet you can too. <laughs> have you watched bull riding? Bull riding is actually I mean, crazy. I've, I've been cool. to a rodeo before. It's nuts. It's like the one part of rodeo that I actually like. <laughs> Does that count? So, <laughs> that can't not count. Uh, do you have a? Uh, no, I'm not going to ask it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Any coyotes puzzles? No, I do not. Yeah, well, I was going to ask bull riding puzzles. Who knows? I do but, not. Okay. Whitemountainpuzzles.com. If anybody's looking for the best puzzles out there, <laughs> not an Wait. ad. <laughs> not a, not a that, sponsored. That should Jeez. be though. Should be. Oh Lord! Oh, the there's depth. a PD sign. All right, <laughs> we're off the rails, just like the. Coyotes and Predators were <laughs> tonight. Um, Craig, we'll let you go so you can get started on your Does day Craig out. want to talk about ASU before he goes? ASU? You mean ASU. you see their weekend? ASU didn't have a great weekend against the U. They're 7-5-2 losses. They're done. They're done. You can't yeah. You can't get swept. BU's, BU's not even that good. Listen, they weren't healthy, but they weren't that good this season. You can't go on the road and get swept there. ASU's 2-8 and eight on the road. You're wow. not going to the tournament. Which You're is crazy based on the fact that they spent that entire season on the road. So you would think that they'd have better road success. They've lost momentum. It's too bad. Uh, it's a couple too bad. seasons With ago, everything the was looking in. so good. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe, maybe the new arena, Craig. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a recruiting tool. So 
you know, and Josh Doan will be a year older and wiser. And, and he had a goal tonight. So, yeah, yeah. It's, so there'll be bright things ahead. We'll talk ASU next week. I'm sure we'll have time in our yep. podcast to catch up. Oh my gosh, Aaron is in the in the chat. <laughs> what is Aaron doing in the chat? She's not in jail. <laughs> okay, that's good. Where that's are you? Good. Where are you, Slindy? Craig, a lot of questions. Yes. Uh, or the <laughs> she's not in jail or the hospital. Well, you should good. go to Love and Exile. You got to go to Love and Exile. I'm telling you. See, as a parent, that's the first question I ask my son: is Are you in the hospital or in jail? And if he's not, then it was a good. good. Then it's a win. Hey, Craig, somebody else asked. There's been several questions in a discussion in the chat about Evander Kane. So that's another topic for not next week, not tonight, but just something else we'll touch on next week when we go around the NHL about Evander Kane's current situation. Okay. So okay. give us another topic. You saw that the PA is going to file a grievance. I was worried for a minute that you're saying people are asking, should the Coyotes pick him up? Yeah, no, no, I don't think anyone's saying that. Not yeah, if she, I agree, I'm going to agree with this comment. If Aaron is sober enough to be posting in a chat from Nashville, <laughs> then it's a fail. For those who've been in Nashville on Broadway, if you can come out of that and you can still walk back to your hotel, I'm I'm not sure if it's a good night if you're not stumbling down Broadway. <laughs> not that I've ever done that before. No, of course clearly not. not. You're you're in your hotel room doing two thousand piece it. puzzles. <laughs> clearly, clearly, I stayed in my room. All right, oh, get me man. out of here. Okay, okay Craig. goodbye, Craig. Have Bye, a good guys. day off. Craig, we'll see you when we see you. Wait, do we have a show Monday or Tuesday? I don't know. Do, do we know? We'll, we'll, we'll figure talk, that out. We'll figure it out. Figure that out. <laughs> I'll see you when we see you. All Craig. right. Bye, Craig. Get home Bye. safe. Oh my gosh. Well, that was another edition of Craig's calls. Craig's calls. Yeah, I'm sighing again. Yeah. I wanted to say that was a good game, but I just—I'm not sure if it was. It just took forever. It just <laughs> took forever. And when I talked to with Nashville, all they had to do tonight, they just had to play 60 minutes of Nashville Predator hockey. They needed to not get um, puck focused, puck hungry, trying to get points. If they just went out there and played 60 minutes, this is the game that they were going to win. There were moments that the Coyotes were able to put together some offensive push. Unfortunately, few and far between penalties broke up the momentum. And again, they have to pull the goalie with three minutes left in the game, trying to make a comeback. And we've seen it over and over and over the third period. The good news is this team doesn't quit. They don't give up and they don't die because they still have the effort right till the buzzer. Unfortunately, you, you can't give a team like Nashville a two goal lead in the third period. You just can't. No, no. But once again, seeing the fight till the end. So one day, it will continue to translate on the score sheet. Um, let's pull up the punch card. <laughs> punch card. No, this is starting to get depressing, the punch card. Are you out of your mind? That's all the farther we are? Speaking of things feeling long, how about this It's freaking middle of January, for God's sakes. Isn't it? What the? Like, is this COVID's fault? Yeah, I suppose about four or five. Yeah, they would have been. Yeah. But good still. Lord. That is a long way to go, Leah. That's yeah. a long way to go. That's a lot of hockey left. How many yeah. more wins? I don't know. That's mm, seven wins seven in the first in 33. 33. Who do, who's good at math? math. <laughs> Not me. Yeah, We're still saying under 20. Like it's going to yeah. be under. And especially we talked about the trade deadline. What what happens when they lose? What happens when they lose three or four players from a team that's already in last? Then where are they going to go? PD, it's the rebuild reminder. No, I know, and that that last that last stretch of post draft or post um, trade deadline team is going to be miserable. It's going to be the fourteen fifteen Dave Tippett, the um, the Rick Bonus one and twenty one. It's going to be those kind of seasons where it is going to be awful. But you know kind what? Of like it was in the beginning. 
We will be here for you through it all. <laughs> we the Wheel will. of Fantasy will, will be out in full effect. Yeah. And we, um, we clear off the dust. Yeah. It's coming out. It, it's sure. coming. It's coming. It could so. come next weekend. So be Wait. sure. <laughs> What? And we have to, our sister station in Denver, I don't know, like when you, I don't even want to get into explaining what money on the board is, but we, 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 our show revolves around betting and we understand that. Are we going to bet with the DNVR show? Can I like bet? We, they got to give us some goals. For the avalanche? Well, they got to give us some goals. Like we got to take the Coyotes against the Denver show. I get it. But they've got to give us, like, is it a, like not a DraftKings goal and a half. Like we need to get three or four. We'll have to talk about it. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll get them on during the week. It. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. It. So um, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, PHNX Sports, so you never miss a show. We're here for you. Pack therapy. We'll get through the season together. And, uh, you know, it's fine. We're, we're all doing great. Um, <laughs> also, be sure to um, like, follow, subscribe, leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's super helpful when we're not doing our postgame shows. We're also releasing podcasts throughout the week. So be sure to check out those because um, a lot of great information on there. Yesterday we previewed this Nashville team. So great insight. Craig got to talk to Riley Nash. So if you want to go back and listen, do that um, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah, we got I, it. I sound so dejected and deflated. Ruler 14 I, I says am. another roadrunner check. We do need to do another roadrunner check yeah, we do. next week. So we do expect that next week. Oh, sometime. did they? Who won in overtime? Oh, yeah. Way to I go, guess I'll Leah. pull that up. Way to go! I know. Go, I feel like I should Leah. know. Three, two, Sorry. Colorado. Um, in a shootout. Yep. Well, <laughs> Suns lost, Roadrunners lost, Coyotes lost, ASU lost. Will the Cardinals lose tomorrow? I don't know. Be sure who to. Do it. Well, I don't even know. The Seahawks. I know that. Oh, yeah, I did know that, Seattle. Yes. You produce um, the show. She better know I that. do produce the Cardinals show. So tune into that tomorrow after the Cardinals game. Uh, last week of the regular season for the NFL, bet this week, promo code PHNX, $5 on an NFL team to win to get your $200 in free bets. Uh, and then you can bet on the college football championship if you want. Okay. I think I think we're done. <laughs> I got, I got nothing out. else to say. Everyone loses. <laughs> Everyone we gotta, loses. We got to start fresh next <sighs> week. It's fine. Future Coyote Austin Matthews is in town next week. So that's what we have to think about. Okay. Yes. We'll talk about him <laughs> a lot next week. I have a feeling. Yes, we will. Well, Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, for joining us for Pack Therapy. We appreciate you all. Please follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. We are trying to hit 2,500 followers by the end of January. Craig will finish an IPA. Please. I will wear pants. No, wait. It's the other way around. Never mind. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Interesting. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, so much um, for joining us, and we will see you all next week. Bye.